0: The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the morning show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. There's a high drive to center, way back there. Still going! Adios! Pelota! It's a walk-off home run for Blake Sable. And it's a line drive into center field, base hit. Barrero's home. Here comes Fraley, racing to the plate. He scores. Jonathan India puts the Reds on top with a two-run single. Seven-six Reds. Edwards for three. Missed it at the horn. Denver
1: takes care of the Minnesota Timberwolves. They win game number five by a final of one twelve to one oh nine. And Denver moves on to the next round. Three seconds, two seconds,
0: one second. Suns win. They'll eliminate the Los Angeles Clippers. Suns will move on. The Suns win. Home brothers. Trey now brings it across against Jalen Brown. Trey in the middle fires the three. Bang! Trey Young just hit it with 1.8 to go, and the Hawks take a two-point lead. 119 to 117. Trey Young has just
1: stunned this crowd, folks. Trey Young has just stunned Boston. Woo! <laughs> Our two T-Row in the morning show on a Wednesday, April 26th. Working Man Wednesday here on the Ref, the home of Sooner fans. A1 and Turkey Bacon with you. High of 55 and rainy across the state today. The weekend is uh, it's coming together. Friday, 68. Down to 25% chance of rain. Saturday, 66 33%. Sunday, 70 and sunny. So uh, I think we got a chance to get some Big 12 baseball in this weekend, TJ, as the Kansas Jayhawks fly into town yeah. for three. No baseball last night. OU canceled, OSU canceled. It was a bad night for the SEC in baseball. Nichols beat number one LSU. Troy beat Auburn. Sam Houston beat A&M. Missouri State beat Arkansas. Wow. Yeesh. Yeesh. Hey, I never did tell you who's coming on the show, by the way. We got uh, Ryan Hibble coming up, 7.30 this morning. His team playing for the Big 12 title today. They have had a fantastic first two days up in uh, Hutchinson, Kansas, Prairie Dunes. Oklahoma takes an 11-shot lead into the final round today. The Sooners are at 2 under par. Texas Tech in second place at 9 over. Then you've got Texas at 12 over. OSU 16 over, and it goes down from there. So they tee off at 9.30 this morning. You can watch the final round on ESPN Plus today starting at uh, ten thirty, as uh, Oklahoma tries to win a Big Twelve championship, let's see Jonas Bumgartner from OSU in second place individually. He's a bomb. Listen to this: Texas Tech has a guy named Ludwig Aberg. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't, that's I, like I, a that's like an
2: '80s comedy movie name,
1: Ludwig Aberg is leading the individual competition at 14 under par. Nobody else is better than seven under. And that's Jonas Bumgartner from Oklahoma State.
2: (laughs) That sounds like he should be like the neighbor of the Adams family living next door to Mortician Wednesday. Did our mail get delivered to Ludwig Aberg again?
1: (laughs) Third place is two under par. So third place is 12 shots back of Ludwig Aberg. Wow. Patrick Welch tied for third at uh, two under. Drew Goodman at one under. Jay Summy, freshman, uh, one over par so far. So anyway, Ryan Hibble, bottom of the hour, live from Prairie Dunes as they get set to uh, try to wrap up a Big 12 championship. They need one more good day today, and they will be the uh, champs. Uh, You heard the Trey Young shot there, top of the hour. I was reading a, a story here Tej. Uh let's see what is this in Uh this is USA Today. Dan Wolken. Uh Trey Young proved why he's irreplaceable with game 5 winning shot for Hawks. He says and I, and I read, "Let's stop the nonsense. The Atlanta Hawks aren't trading Trey Young." All you needed to do was watch Game 5 in Boston and Tuesday to figure out why. The narrative that has been simmering for months in some corners of the NBA media that Atlanta might look to move on from Young if the season ended badly got so that management felt compelled to get on the phone with Young the day of the Hawks' play-in game at Miami to assure him it wasn't true. But clickbait, ru- clickbait rumor and innuendo needs to finally give way to this reality. Young is undeniably one of the great offensive talents in the game. And what he did to extend the Hawks' first-round series to a game six in Atlanta is not something any franchise can snap its fingers and replace. And he goes on from there. I won't read the rest of it. Tell me this, Tease, because you've been a Trey Young. Why nobody listens to Dan Woken? You've been a Trey Young. Hater's too strong of a word. You've not been a Trey Young fan. From Norman North through OU into the NBA, you've not been a Trey Young fan. And there are a lot of those out there. What is it about him that rubs people the wrong way? Because obviously he's unbelievably good.
2: He's good, but obviously it's not just me. Uh, The other day the Athletic put out that the players around the league, 100 anonymous players voted him uh, most overrated player in the NBA. So...
1: Well, he got the most votes, not well, all 100 uh, votes He got all that, 100 yes. votes, no, yes. Not, no, it
2: was yeah. 100 to nothing.
1: <laughs> no, okay. So add the players. Um, what is it about Trey Young that makes people feel that way? When he was at OU, when he's playing
2: for the Hawks? I think some people see him as a bit of a fraud. Go ahead. Explain. I th- think he plays one character to certain people, and then the truth is behind the scenes in the locker room. And I don't think he's been well-liked at any level that he's played by guys within his locker room. So you're talking, you say it's a personality It's a personality thing, issue. And not his things. game. Yeah, no. I mean, he's a he's a really good basketball player. He's a selfish basketball player, but he's a good basketball player. But the NBA is built on selfish players. Why do you say so. he's selfish? Um, he averages over 10 assists a game. I don't know. It's just his style of play. <laughs> I, uh, I'm just not a big fan of it. I, I don't know why. I, I can't answer this question. You've asked me many times all the way through when he yeah. was at OU. I can't explain it. There's just something about the guy that has never sat well with me.
1: The same thing was said about him at OU, Mm -hmm. about him being selfish and everything, when he led the nation in assists. (laughs) Right. Russell Westbrook
2: led uh, triple doubles all over the place. And I said, I don't like his game. I think his game is garbage. And he's putting up averaging triple doubles during that time span, if you remember. Yeah. I don't know that assists necessarily mean that you're all around helping your team.
1: Huh. I'm going to need further proof of that.
2: I mean, assist is actually a pass <laughs> leading to a bucket. I know that sounds weird, but I don't know. I just... Uh, You're not alone. I, I'm, not alone I'm not alone. There are a lot of Suler fans when
1: he was here having one of the most historic seasons in college basketball history that couldn't wait for him to go. There are a lot of people in the NBA who watch him. I mean, this year he's averaging twenty over 26 points, 10 assists a game. He shoots 35% from three. He shoots almost 90% from the line, and yet he really bothers people. What? Why is he, – he, let me ask you this. He, okay. he makes shots like Steph Curry does. He does. He's not, he's not Steph Curry, but he makes those kind of shots like last night that make you go, holy crap, did you see where he shot that from?
2: Why is it lovable when Steph does it, but when Trey does it, it's annoying? Trey had a huge game last night, 38 points, game-winning shot. But I'll say this, I have not seen Trey Young make his team better at any level he's ever played at. I mean, come on, the Hawks were the terrible Haw- when he They're got terrible, drafted. they were an under-500 team that made the playoffs. I know, but
1: what was it, last year or two years ago they went to the second or They didn't make it to the the semifinals in the East, right?
2: I guess in saying that, he's never won at any level uh, a championship at any level. That's true. He should have won multiple at Norman North. Is that it? Didn't win. OU, he put up huge numbers. Statistically, he was through the roof on numbers. OU wasn't very good by the end of the year. I just – and he hasn't won anything with Atlanta yet. He's been like the seventh, eighth seed every year, if they've even made it into the playoffs with him. So – and he's had a losing record this year and just got in. So, um, I mean, that's part of it for me. I've never seen him elevate a team to where they are contenders. Steph Curry has. Uh,
1: Well, Steph Curry's the – you know, maybe the – he and Steph Curry has better parts more.
2: around him, so,
1: I mean, that's part of that, I'm not saying too. Steph Curry. I'm just saying he hits wow shots like that that you would think more people would like. Um, I do think he's, you know, the, the personality thing is something. But How many guys in the NBA have abrasive personalities, oh, and we still we love talked them. Remember, about just it. go
2: down the list of the
1: stars in the league and tell me if they're good guys We or talked jerks. about
2: that the other day, how unlikable most of the stars are in the league right now. We talked about that. So, yeah, no, I'm not arguing that. Uh, even,
1: like, in our lovable era, like, was Larry Bird and Michael Jordan
2: where, I mean, listen oh. to the stories of Michael Jordan at practice. Well, I would run up and give them a hug. They were so lovable. <laughs> what are you talking about?
1: Yeah. Uh... All right. I mean it's true. I guess I'm trying to argue against it and I just I just want to understand it better because I like Trey. I think he's phenomenal, but there is definitely a feeling out there, and certainly it bothered me during the OU year that he wasn't appreciated more. Was that a disappointing season? In the end, yes. I think the first half of it was they got up to what, number two or three in the country, and then it fizzled on him. But I mean, I think he could have done some things better. He was a freshman in college who was dealing with one of the white hottest spotlights we've ever seen on a player in college in recent years. They were putting his stats on the bottom of the screen of games he wasn't even played in, playing in. And he had a bunch, quite frankly, a bunch of teammates that he'd set up for wide open shots that weren't making shots. Now, it wasn't all on them. It was some on him, too, but it seemed like as the year went along, the refs kind of started working against him. He wasn't getting any calls when he got knocked to the floor, all that kind of stuff. And I just feel like, man, that year was unbelievable. Like, he had one of the greatest years in college basketball history. And we still look back and go, ah. Thank goodness he's not. With yeah, us but anymore. you said
2: it. You said it was a disappointing season. And that's followed him all the way back to high school. All right. Days. But,
1: like, what if he had come back for his sophomore year or his junior year? He had one year as a true freshman. He had one year. They He put up historic numbers. They made it to the NCAA tournament. They lost. But who's to say, like, you know, what did Buddy do his freshman year?
2: What a, oh, I'm what not saying he wouldn't have been uh, four years. Uh, I'm not saying he wouldn't have won at a higher level had he stayed but uh, we don't have those answers cuz he the didn't Hawks, so
1: The Hawks went to the Eastern Conference Finals in 2021. I mean, come on, final four in the league. That's as far as Luka's taking the Mavs, right? Well,
2: yeah, it is. I'm I, I would answer I would say with this I I question Luka right now as a Maverick fan. So Yeah.
1: Hmm. Well, I'm sure there's some people on the text line that are chiming in with the reason why. He it does irritate people. There are a large number of people out there. There are there are a significant number who wear the Trey Young jerseys and who love him and, and uh, you know, he's on the side of buildings in Atlanta and all that kind of stuff. But there, it seems like a larger than normal number of people for how good he is that are irritated by him. So maybe it's maybe it's the way he plays. Maybe it's you know the shivering after he makes a big shot. Maybe it's uh, I People don't know. People don't what like it is. to be cold. That's true.
2: <laughs> I don't want to shiver.
1: That is true. All right, Seven seven. It was a big time
2: shot last night, though, in a big time game. He he won the game. I mean, they it. were
1: what were they down like? Thirteen with mm-hmm.
2: fifteen with six a, minutes to incredible go. Incredible stretch, and then the shot. Yeah. So yeah, seven eighteen. We'll be back.
0: The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best.
2: He's Toby. I'm TJ. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show on the ref, the 7 a.m. hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing. Locally operated in Norman and Edmond, BlackThunderRoofing.com, 405-473-8028. Serving Shawnee, Yukon, Mustang, many others. Black Thunder Roofing is your local roofer. Angie's List Superior Service Award winner four times. Black Thunder Roofing can do it all. The one-stop shop for customers looking for one contractor. Text line. Yeah. Up. Text line. Uh, is that
1: the new read?
2: That is. We got new a new read, read last. Okay. Good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey guys, Feinbaum, Stephen A, they all remind me of Charlie Brown's teacher. Wah, 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 wah. They're kind of like politicians. That's Kevin in Tulsa.
1: Good attitude.
2: Uh, in the, one ear, out the other. The same Feinbaum said that OU had no chance in the Sugar Bowl against Alabama. This person keeps receipts. This this person keeps receipts. He's going going all the way back to the uh, Sugar Bowl. How dare you bring up that game? Hey, you remember in 87 when uh, Trammell picked uh, Nebraska in that game? (laughs) I do. I remember 87. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nothing more soothing than Coach Stoops' voice in the morning. Agreed. Hook them! Yeah, we usually do. <laughs> uh, good morning, fellas. Have a great Wednesday. Oh, That's from Brandon and Shawnee. Thank you, Brandon. Uh, Sooner fans suffer from drunk uncle syndrome, so it doesn't matter if it's Paul Feinbaum or someone on Twitter with six followers. If they say anything negative about OU, it's considered hearsay, and they uh, those must... Uh, Those must fill the smite of Sooner Nation.
1: We have, since uh, the departure of he who shall not be named out loud, who hailed from Muleshoe, Texas, we have become a very aggressive Twitter fan base, which... I don't know how it compares to the rest of the country. It seems like it has definitely caught the attention of of uh, you know some people out there. But I feel like it has also uh, readied us for the SEC, TJ.
2: Well, we've got, take, got I, I, we've got we've got guys that have passion. joined into Twitter armies. You know, oh, yeah. Gunny of Stutzman Army. We got Master Sergeant of Gunny's Army. We got all these people joining these armies. Like, let's go get them, boys! Right. So, yeah. They defend right. it. They defend it. Doesn't that feel a little that that feels very SEC-ish
1: right there? Like we're ready now.
2: <laughs> it does.
1: You gotta have a certain amount of crazy to be ready for the SEC, right?
2: Um. Oh, lots of crazy, not just a yeah. little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what's gonna be we're fun there. about it. Yeah. Uh, good morning, fellas. Toby. Good morning. I'm just curious how much it hurts the Sooners not playing the game last night against Oral Roberts. I don't know their RPI and what would the win would have done for us or a loss. You guys have a great day. Rome and Shawnee. I don't think it matters
1: much. If they had beaten ORU at home, would have been not much of a bump. Maybe, I think they were 50 yesterday. Maybe it puts them at 48. Like that kind of a thing. If they had lost the game at home, it would have hurt. The 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 hurt, I think, it doesn't come in the RPI. I think it comes in the, man, you play like you did last weekend. You want to get right back out there and stay hot. So from a hitter's standpoint, waiting around five days to play again, again is not ideal. It does, however, allow you to fully rest your pitching staff for the weekend again. Uh, so... I think it's a wash. I don't think it's a big deal. You know, like the Dallas Baptist game next Tuesday. That's one you definitely want to play. Now, we haven't had any luck down there. Historically, it's been a place where we've consistently laid an egg. But that's a game. Their RPI at 13. On the road. If you lose it, not going to hurt you. Hardly at all. If you win it, major boost. So that's one you want to get in for sure. This game would have been kind of the other direction. So, I don't know. What do you think, Teach?
2: What's your answer to that? I think probably what you said about the rest is the most beneficial for that bullpen. There's some guys that came in and gave you some really good innings, and um, rest some other guys. Keep them completely fresh for this weekend. So I don't think it hurts you too much. But, yeah, I think next week could give you a nice boost. So You, want you were going to have
1: to win that game last night without Carter Campbell yes. or Will Karsten for sure. Yeah, Those guys pitched a ton. There's no way they were going to pitch last night. Now, you didn't use – I mean, you had – I was curious to see who they were going to start. I thought there was a chance maybe Cale Davis would start. But um, since he didn't pitch at all. But, anyway, didn't happen. Mother Nature got in the way, so it's nothing you can do about it.
2: Give me one did, more and then we got to get to break. Uh did um I'll just ask you this. Did they did a kid commit last night? Did they anything ever come out? I saw, I a saw Skip put the lookie here, yeah. but I never saw anything. Yeah, that's
1: all I know. Okay. I saw okay. a lookie here, but I don't I don't I didn't, I know didn't I it was Maybe somebody on Twitter saw who it actually was. I'm not sure.
2: Uh last one here says, "They love to hate on us. I feel the reason is they do not understand why anyone would want to go to school in a flyover state. They don't understand that it's the passion and the motivation to prove yourself that fuels the ones that thrive here." Well, that Mm -hmm. goes for a lot of the schools in that conference, so.
1: there you go. All right, break time. We're going live to Hutchinson, Kansas when we come back. Prairie Dunes, final round of the Big 12 Golf Championship today. Ryan Hibble joins us live next.
0: The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510.
1: Live to Hutchinson, Kansas now. We are joined by OU men's golf coach Ryan Hibble as they go for the Big 12 title today. Final round of the Big 12 men's championship. Coach, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Toby. How are we looking up there weather-wise today, Coach?
3: Uh, Well, we're going to get some... um healthy rain Uh, not for probably another couple hours or so but uh, so I would assume that we're going to get started off being dry but uh, we're certainly going to be playing in the conditions as we get going
1: boy what a great couple of days your guys have had up there so far
3: yeah it's been it's been fun you know prairie dunes is such a dynamic golf course and uh, anytime you can come out and and shoot under par not just individually but as a golf team it's it's pretty special because you know, when you come up here in April, you just always know the the wind's going to be blowing. It's going to be chilly. Uh, we're getting rain today, so you know, Mister Maxwell uh, is throwing everything at us today and <laughs> and uh, this week, and that's the way it always is up here.
1: Well, I've never played Prairie Dunes. They they don't want hackers like me out ruining that place. So, what makes it so tough? I assume the the that the wind is a big part of it.
3: it. The wind is a big part of it. You know, it's in the sand hills. Uh, it, it's amazing. You drive through. Uh, you know, the early parts of, of Kansas coming from Oklahoma and, and you just can't imagine that there's a top 20 golf course sitting right over here in Hutchinson, Kansas. And, and arguably, you know, for me personally, it's my favorite golf golf course in the central part of the country. It's just a masterpiece at the end of the day. And, and when you go back and, and Perry Maxwell, who also designed so many great golf courses in our, in our home state, you know, Southern Hills, and, uh, the original Jimmy Austin was a Perry Maxwell, um. Uh, they did they did uh, you know he did nine holes and then his son came in and did the other nine and it's just amazing uh, it's right in the sand hills and uh, you have to keep your t-ball straight uh the greens are are super dynamic and and obviously the wind you know plays havoc on on everybody
1: well, what's your evaluation of of how each of your guys have played you know I'm looking uh've been watching up and down the leaderboard all week and There's some guys that are, you know, up there third, fourth place and stuff, but it seems like just kind of across the board, the team has been consistent so far this week.
3: Yeah, we've been very consistent. Uh, We've gotten off to nice starts. You know, this spring, we really haven't gotten off to very good starts. We've been really good at closing the springtime, and uh, so we've been talking about that a little bit, and and the guys did a great job on Monday. Half the golf tournament is over after Monday uh, because we play 36 holes, and Uh, Our guys did a great job, and we've gotten off to good starts each round, which is huge. You you, you have to make birdies out here because you know you're probably going to make some bogeys. Um, And, you know, that's going to be the goal today, you know, no different. Uh, We're not even worried about a lead. I mean, this thing can flip around on you very quickly, especially at team golf. It did yesterday. I mean, we were probably 15, 20 up at one point, but we made some mistakes coming down the stretch. So, uh, you know, our goal as we get going, I mean, and I know you asked the question about each guy, uh everybody's in a good spot but uh you know kind of the focus is is just purely on on what's going on today and and get us around the golf course in the best way for each one of them individually
1: how do you approach that with your team when you, you've got an 11 shot lead going into the final round here and say hey you know this thing's not over we need one more really good day here
3: well fortunately our you know our guys are in a you know we play so much throughout the year and you know we've been 11 shots behind, and we know what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Throughout the years, so so these other teams, uh, you know, and we've got great teams here in our conference. I I would argue that that we've had the best men's golf conference for the last 10 years, and uh, so you got big time players. I mean, the the, the guy Ludwig Aberg from from Texas Tech is is the best player in the world. Uh, he shot 63, out here yesterday. So you got guys like cheating? that all over
1: the place. He's a 14 under par. Is he cheating? Are we keeping an eye on him, Coach? <laughs>
3: Well, people ask the question all the time about certain guys, and and you know I've been able to I've been fortunate to watch a lot of big time players in my life, and and this guy's probably the best college player I've ever seen. Um, wow. I mean, I, he's probably a top fifteen, top twenty player in the world in professional golf. If you actually put him put a P next to his name instead instead of an A, he's just he's that good. He's that in control of his game, and um, but you know. At the end of the day, this this is a team deal for us and and we've got five guys that, that we're leaning on today that we're gonna need every one of them at some moment. and uh, you know we're gonna be looking for those moments for sure this uh, you know as we get going today.
1: You've got an extremely talented and deep roster. What's the process been like for you this year, arriving at the five guys that you're gonna you know go to the starting gate with here in postseason?
3: Yeah, it's, it's been an interesting year because we certainly have worked through our lineup. We, we're probably deeper than we've ever been uh, since I've been in Oklahoma. Um, you know, we haven't maybe seen as much firepower up at the top of our lineup as we we have seen in the last four or five years, but but we we have a lot of depth and we have a lot of guys that we trust and depend uh, in their games on. And, and uh, so as we kind of have come down the stretch here, we – you know, we're seeing, you know, really good things out of certain guys. And, you know, Ben Lorenz has made a nice appearance the last month and a half for our golf team. Uh, we, we, we've, we've known what he can do. Um, two years ago as a freshman we saw it, um, and he's really kind of coming into his own. So, uh, you know, I've really enjoyed watching that. Um, you, know, you know, the emergence of Jay Summy who's a true freshman out of Keller, Texas, He's just a, a bona fide dog and, and love everything about him. He's got a lot of birdies in his game, and, and uh, it's been fun being able to see him get going. And You know, Patrick Welch is coming down the, the finish of his college career. It's been really fun to just kind of be a part of, of his life and, and be around him as much as, as I've been able to be around him uh, through his challenges in college of losing his dad and just a, a, a lot of really cool stories with, with all of our guys, to be honest with you. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited about this group, and, and I truly believe we're getting to that point, Toby. Well, when you're talking about winning championships, you really have to believe and trust in all of your guys out there because at some point it's going to get difficult uh, being able to adapt and adjust as you go, and uh, everybody's going to have to pull off some form of a shot in order to win. You just can't do it with, you know, two, three even, maybe even four guys, you got to have all fives cooking.
1: Yeah, if you watch today, folks, and again, 10.30 ESPN Plus, you can watch the final round. You're going to see some familiar names like Patrick Welch and Drew Goodman and Ben Lorenz. Uh, keep an eye on this Summy character. Could be the next uh, big thing in uh, OU golf. He's a lot of fun to watch. What kind of a spring – if you play well today, Coach, if you can hoist the trophy at the end of the day, what kind of a springboard could this be for you going into the NCAAs?
3: Oh, it, it it would mean a lot for us, just confidence. You know, we uh, we won two, three weeks ago up at Harding Park in San Francisco, and we got clipped by Purdue at their home place uh, a week ago. I mean, our guys have certainly been trending in the right direction, and, and uh, you know, our guys are prepared for today. I mean, we do this all year long, uh, and, and they've all been challenged in their own ways throughout the year, and uh, we know this golf course, it's going to be tough today. So uh, just looking forward to, you know, being able to see our guys relish those moments and, and want to be performers and entertainers at, at in those moments and, and uh, you know, control their emotions and do the things the, you know, champions have to do. All
1: right, go get them, Coach. Stay dry out there, and uh, we'll all be rooting you on today. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Toby. Thanks, Coach. Ryan Hibble, going to be a rainy, windy day at Prairie Dunes. They're up 11 going to the final round. But as he said, in team golf, that can evaporate very quickly, especially in conditions like they're going to have today. So this should be really good drama. Tex chasing. OSU and Texas are chasing. 1030 ESPN+. Did you hear what he said about Ludwig Aberg? He would be a top 15 player in the world professionally right now.
2: Not with that name. I'm not buying it. This is a character. It's not even a real person. It's much like Texas? Travis Davidson. Tech Ludwig Aberg is at 14 under par.
1: Second place at seven. Third place at two. I can't wait to see this guy. He said he's the best college player he's ever seen. Plays for Texas Tech, by the way. Unfortunately, TJ, how do we get beat out on the Swedish amateur Ludvig Aberg in recruiting? <laughs> I don't
2: know. From every S. time, every time you do say his name, I do picture the guy in uh, Talladega Nights that Ricky Bobby goes up against. <laughs> Ricky Booby.
1: <laughs> I wonder if he's related to Stefan Edberg.
2: Gotta probably, be, probably not,
1: since they've got entirely different last names. <laughs> Gotta be, but they both have Bergs in there, so. Anyway, man, I can't wait to see uh, Aberg. I'm gonna be watching the sooner. I'm gonna be locked in, baby. If I can find it on ESPN Plus today, I'm gonna be locked
2: in. Next well, up, Ludwig Aberg. Ludwig it's a, Aberg.
1: It's gonna be a two-screen afternoon. Uh, I got i got to have Reds Rangers on one screen as the Cincinnati Reds go for the sweep today. And I'm gonna have the Big Twelve you golf highly on annoying the other
2: today. You are just highly annoying. Since we I'm started watching the, the show. whole
1: game today with a broom in my
2: hands, I'm just so gonna annoying. go. I'm gonna bring the Sweeper Young, the Reds. You're just highly annoying <laughs> to me today. Ludwig Aberg, man, you ever played Prairie Dunes, Teach? <laughs> I never, never seen Prairie Dunes, much less played it. I, I played it
1: many times on. Uh, is it Tiger Woods Golf maybe that that Prairie Dunes was one of the options? What video game did I have that had uh, golf? go I've played Prairie Dunes many times on there. Uh, boy, you get off the fairway and you're in the tall fescue. Whew. It is tough. Never in real life, though. It's kind of hard to imagine if you've ever been through central Kansas, and I know that's north of I-40, so you probably haven't. It's hard to imagine there's a beautiful golf course anywhere out there.
2: The only thing I ever knew of Hutchinson, Kansas, is I worked with a guy once that at Wendy's when I was in high school, and he was from there and played baseball for their community college. And I thought, man, this guy's big time. He plays uh, baseball for Hutchinson <laughs> Community College. It's a good baseball. program. It's a good baseball program. That. It was back then, especially. So right. I always thought, man, this guy's big time.
1: Now is he the guy that you used to spit on hamburgers with? No, when you would be no, mad this, at No, This orders? was the
2: guy. Me and him would uh, pick the other guy up and put him in the ice bin, and then uh, lock the ice bin while he was in there. So you mean like the walk-in freezer? No, like the An ice bin. Like the ice maker with a giant ice bin that you Gross. get. Ice- Gross. <laughs> And then you'd put that ice in people's drinks? I'm not saying we did that. Well, somebody did. Somebody you didn't did. dump all the somebody ice out did. after you put... How rude was that? Oh, my God. I'm never eating fast food again. <laughs> you don't want to know what goes on at a fast food restaurant. Uh, all right. Uh, OU Golf, 9.30... another
1: uh, no. 9.21? No, Hang on a second, teacher. Just a second here. I think 9.30 is when they tee off today. But... Coverage begins at uh, 10.30 today. Right now it's 7.46. We'll be back.
0: Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the
2: Ref Sports Radio Network. You're home for Sooner fans. There, Rush Texter. There's just some Rush on the T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing. Locally owned and Operated. Norman, Edmond, but serving the whole area. Blackthunderroofing.com. 405-473-8028. Shawnee, Yukon, Mustang. They'll uh, they'll head anywhere you need. They are your one-stop shop, one-stop contractor. They do it all. Angie's List Superior Service Award winner four times. Not once, not twice, not three times four times which is Man. four times the amount of macaronis that we've won
1: mm, now four times zero is still zero uh, that's all right.
2: well they've won four times as many have we won one no well, i've won an oab award you haven't at least okay. for this show so
1: they've won four times as many awards as we right. have. right gotcha yeah okay gotcha <laughs>
2: Uh, Text line, will the Ryan uh, interview be on the podcast? Uh, Yes, uh, I'll post hour two, and if you would like, if it would make it convenient for you, because that's what I'm here for, Texter, to make life easier on you, I can splice Ryan out individually and put that up on the podcast, or you can just go into hour two and find that a little later. Whichever's easiest for you, I'm here to serve you, okay? Um. There goes TJ. That sounded like there was some disdain in that <laughs> I'm just, answer. I'm just messing with the texture. Uh, <laughs> TJ. TJ didn't say he used that ice, but it was implied. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh,
1: I. But thank God there has not been a documentary made about TJ's work history. Although it would probably be very interesting. We pick it up. In junior high, when he's slinging cigs on the side, (laughs) stolen from mom's pantry, carry it right through the blockbuster years, the Wendy's years. Hey, you skipped
2: right over Olin Mills. You skipped right over Wendy's. (laughs) Bring out Olin Mills. My Junker days when I sold at Trader's Village, would buy uh, and buy used toys and sell them with my grandparents. Schwan's man, Red Baron Pizza. I've had many jobs in That's my life. That's what I'm
1: saying. It would be a to great... have worked
2: in radio for 20 plus years now. I've had a lot of jobs in my life. Yeah. Well rounded. Uh, did you guys say Ludwig von Beethoven? <laughs> And why did you do this? The text line's just all over the place with Trey Young You do this uh-huh. to me about once every six months You what try to do? get into my head On why I don't like Trey Young And then it starts a whole thing on the text it's, line no, it's, it's not just you, you. you There's a lot of I'm people like hot, out there that like, don't hot, hot today, to it's hot under- in this room, I'm overheated
1: I'm trying to understand better So go ahead, what are the people saying?
2: Uh, one person thinks it's Trey's hair um. Okay <laughs> Uh, I think it's just hard to be their teammate waiting to see what he is going to do. His shooting is inconsistent, this one says. Uh, I have coached against Trey, and I've seen him shrug off his coach. I've witnessed the same with Lon Kruger. That's the behind-the-scenes things that most people don't see.
1: Okay, I get that, and I'm not even disagreeing with that. But how your point many is, a of lot the of stars in the game could you say that about? Right? So, like, what makes him different, I guess, is the question. Like, I don't... I think there are some great team guys out there. I, I think is a great team guy. I don't think SGA's doing things like that. But I think there are a lot of guys that do. So, anyway. I don't... And I've said this before, too.
2: Trey and a lot of dad... times
1: he's right. Like, sometimes, like, if you're a great player like that, like, if... Uh, you draw up a play in the huddle and the coach draws it up for somebody else, and Jimmy Chitwood should be taking the shot. <laughs> then you got to go, you know what, coach? You're I, I wrong about this Trey one. Ray Young is no Jimmy, Jimmy Chitwood. Jimmy Chitwood is taking the
2: shot. No Jimmy Chitwood.
1: Sometimes, you know, hey, uh, we're going to, we're going to, everybody thinks Larry Bird's getting the ball. We're giving it to Dennis Johnson this, side, this time. You think Larry Bird just said, yeah, fine. No, he said, no, give me the ball. So, I don't know. I think you got to have a little bit of that, don't you? If you're a superstar. Oh,
2: all the superstars have a little bit of that, sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this one says he's one of the biggest defensive liabilities in the league, which is true.
1: He is a defensive liability.
2: I've given him credit, like I said. Hillman Ray had. He certainly was in college, big time. They, they were, were a, a business. Better. They had a, a agenda. They had a plan, and they achieved it. And. He's a, an NBA All-Star. He makes huge amounts of money. But I would say there are people that don't agree with the path that they took. That's all I'm going to say. Path. Be careful path. on who you step on to get to the dollars.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: I'm sure there were some mistakes make, made there, sure. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Uh. Not sure, what is this, not sure why Oklahoma State and teams like Kentucky would have a spring game at another site due to their stadium renovations. It matters to selling your program. Wouldn't have a spring game, I'm sure, is what they meant to say. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, It's not as important, I don't think, obviously, to Mike uh, Gundy and OSU and even when they've had a spring game, sometimes it's just been a practice, and you know, I mean, they don't—they don't have the—they're not bringing in fifty to seventy thousand people and making a big production out of it and everything. So I don't know, just different programs, different phases. Eight o'clock, top of the hour. We'll be back.